Hey. Yo. 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 Cookie boy, look at them. Gelato boy, look at them. She, she wanna kick a jujitsu. Hey. Hey. She, why she dribbling? Hey. Uh, uh, mm. She wanna kick a jujitsu. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah. Crystals. 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 Where's my phone at, man? Where's my phone at? I was just trying to turn myself up, man. But how y'all doing today on this lovely Friday? Lovely Friday. Lovely, lovely, lovely Friday. I don't need any more copyrights than what I'm already getting. It's your boy, Dolo J, man. And I want to welcome y'all back to the Kicking the Dolo podcast. As the new intro goes, y'all know what we do. Y'all know how we do. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. I can see the all right man so we back like i said man and uh i've really been on this fiba basketball lately man what y'all how y'all been feeling about it y'all let me know down in the comments below man how y'all been feeling about that fiba but uh Serbia, you know, they beat Canada, you know, what, 95 to 86, and down goes Team USA, we lose to Germany, we beat them in the friendly in Abu Dhabi, but we lost, 111 to 113, Tice, Alps, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, and Franz Wagner, man, them boys were going off and doing their thing. Tice had 21 points, like seven rebounds. Wagner had like 22 points. Ops or Ops or I, I, I really, you know, if I'm saying your name wrong, bro, I really, you know, I don't mean no harm by it. my apologies. But their shooter, man, he was hitting them. Like, he was, him, 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 him. I, you know what? I'll play the clips for y'all, man. That boy's just going off, bro. And Team USA, we couldn't get stops. They was also hunting out Reeves, like, you know, like in the Lithuania game and, you know, previous games before. Now, Reeves, he was doing his thing. He was getting some buckets. He had 15 points, I think. No, he had 20. 20. He had 21, excuse me. And Edwards led the way with 23 points. Brunson had 16 points. Bridges had 15 points. But Team USA, again, man, not really get. They got out to kind of a slow start, but, you know, they weathered the storm and came back, but they just never played their breast. They best brand, best brand, bah. best brand of basketball, bro. So, I don't know what's going on with them. Um, they still have the chance to earn a medal. They'll be playing Canada in the bronze medal game. A lot of people thought that was going to be the gold medal game. Me especially, um, I can very much say 
that I underestimated the the European teams. But then again, what America hasn't underestimated the European teams. They said Jokic wasn't gonna be nothing. They said Doncic wasn't gonna really too much amount to much. You know, they downed Dirk and Peja Stojakovic and you know other foreign guys, Manu Ginobili, Tony Parker. You know, the list goes on. It's it's a it's a plethora of names that came from overseas that a lot of people just you know they didn't really have high hopes for them or really expect them to do or have the type of careers that they had. But again, Europeans proven an American wrong. I can add my name to the list. I'm not, you know, exempt from it. But yeah, man, Serbia, I just like, I just like they brand the basketball, man. They move the ball. One of the most passing teams in the in the um, FIBA World Cup. I think they were like eighth or ninth in passes per game. They didn't really drive the ball a lot. They really relied a lot on cutting ball movement, stuff like that, open shots. And they were hitting open shots. You know, I think they were 55% shooting from the field going into the game. And then in the game, they end up shooting, what, 62 63%. But, yeah, like I said, Bodanovic, he had 23 points. Um, Dubrich, he had 16 points. And Nikola Meltinoff, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. He has 16 points. And also, Goodrich had um, 12 points as well. But I just like the way they play basketball. Bro. A lot of ball movement, a lot of player movement. Um, good screens, hard cuts to the basket. Bogdanovich, you know, obviously is their best player, given the fact that, you know, Nikola Jokic decided to sit out, given the fact he did just, you know, win the NBA championship. So I can understand that. Jamal Murray did the same thing for Team Canada. It would have been real interesting to see them two go at each other. You know, um, in this game, if they did, this, if they both did decide to play and the teams, you know, made it to where they made it. And, you know, it eventually played out the way it played out. A lot of people didn't play. Giannis didn't play. Um, majority of the top stars for Team USA did not play, obviously, um, given the fact that they are older. what They're in their 30s. KD, you know, he's like 34, 35. Braun is like 38, 39. You know, Chris Paul's up there in age, you know. Dame is up there in age. Steph Curry's up there in age. And we're talking about, like, in basketball years. Now, obviously, Braun might be the first. Well, he wouldn't be the first because Michael Jordan played at 40, and I think he played every game, didn't he? I don't know. If, I think he led the Wizards to the playoffs. Or he, they got close. They were, like, the ninth seed or the 10th seed or something like that. But Michael Jordan played at 40 years old. I forgot about that. But to play at the level Braun is playing at. But I'm getting off track. I'm getting off track. I'm getting off track. But uh, yeah, man, Serbia, man, they did they thing this game. I woke up, I've been waking up at four fifteen every night for the last like three four nights. So I really hope y'all enjoy the FIBA content because I really love basketball and I could possibly see myself doing for possibly some Euroleague. Now I've been looking at uh, a specific channel on YouTube, Basket News. That's how I've been, you know, getting myself um. That's how I've been diving in and learning about the different teams, coaches, players. They also are very insightful. They have um, a lot of interviews with the coaches, players, players that come from America. And they're not just, you know, like yearly. They also cover NBA topics as well. Um, I really like their knowledge. And, you know, they actually taught me, like, some of the plays that are actually being ran. Like, so them guys over there, man, make sure you check them out. I'm probably going to put the link to their um, channel down in the description. But, uh, yeah, man, I really I just like basketball, bro. I'm a basketball junkie. It could be guys playing. I was on Instagram earlier, and I saw some dudes. Um, I don't want to – I don't know where they were. I want to say maybe 
I don't want to be wrong. I don't want to say Africa, but I believe they were in Africa. But they were like hooping on the court, and I was just watching. It's like a five minute video. I was like, I watched the entire video. Like, I watched the big three. Um, I'm not too familiar with the names, but I do watch the highlights and stuff like that. But I just love basketball. I love basketball. Love basketball. So I could definitely see myself getting into the Euro League, man. Um, but yeah, let's go over to the Team USA game. Like I said, shouts out to Serbia. Um, Canada played a good game. Um, just to touch on what they did so far, Shea didn't have his best game. He only had 15 points. Dylan Brooks had 16 points. R.J. Barrett led the way with 23 points. Nikhil Alexander-Walker, he hit a couple of um, good shots. He had 10 points. But um, it was just very hard for Shea, like I said. Um, R.J. Barrett got it going kind of towards the like the second. He was getting it going in the first quarter a little bit, but it was really like the second and third quarter. And like towards the end, R.J. Barrett was scoring a lot of his points, just getting to the rim. Um, Shea was exhausted. You could tell. Um, they were down twelve to Spain. They was down twelve to uh, Latvia, if I'm not mistaken. So Canada had a lot of comebacks. They were tied with uh, Slovenia in the last game, and I think Slovenia had a lead in the third quarter, if I'm not mistaken. They had like a lead in the third quarter, and you know Canada had to rally and come back, and you know it just took a lot out of them. Man, they've been playing medium basketball for at least what two. Maybe three, maybe either two out of the last three days or three out of the last four days. Something something in that range. Something in that range. Because they had to play Spain to get in just to win their group, just to be, you know, finishing second place in their group, just to get a chance to, you know. But it's still going to be good. Their basketball is not over. Um, basketball is not over anyway. They're still going to have the fifth place game. Um, I think it's between, is it between Lithuania and Italy? And I think they're going to have the seventh place game. I think it's going to be Slovenia. Slovenia versus somebody. I don't know. I've been up since like three. I'm sorry, y'all. But, um, yeah, man. It's going to be real interesting to see what Canada does and also what Serbia does. But, like I said, moving on to the USA game. Like I said, Daniel Tice, Franz Wagner, and Ops, man. Ops. OBST. He's their shooter for Germany. Um, We already know Dennis Schroeder. It's basically like the lion's head, the lion's head of the team, you know, basically the top guy, you know, the leader, the 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 ball handler, the main playmaker. Now, they will run some of their offense through Franz sometimes. And um, low. They say he went to Harvard, which is pretty cool that we have an Ivy League, an Ivy League player, you know, over there in Germany. And, uh, they said Germany plays the most similar basketball towards the United States besides, obviously, Canada. Of course, um, but Germany really did their thing in this game, man. Really did their thing in this game. You would say they were going blow for blow. Like, I really enjoyed this game. Usually, I'll sit my phone down for, like, two or three minutes during the game, but this game, I watched, like, the entire game. Team USA couldn't get a stop when it mattered. Turnovers. You know, it's a different game. You could tell a lot of the players just wasn't used to the, um, just weren't used to some certain rules throughout the whole tournament. Um, it was one play. I want to say, was it Jerry Jackson Jr.? He, like, slapped the backboard. Like, normally in the NBA, that's not anything. But in FIBA, that's an automatic goal 10. Like, that's basket interference, basically. So, that um, you could tip the ball on the rim. Like, when the ball's on the rim and it's rolling, like, while it's still on the rim or above the rim, you can hit it knock it off. Um, what's a lot of things? Uh, 
your pivot foot, it was another thing. Like Team USA got called for a lot of travels throughout the tournament and lost a lot of possessions on this. Basically, like before your pivot foot comes up, you have to put the ball down. A lot of, you know, in the NBA, you know, they kind of let you get away with it, you know, bringing your pivot foot up as long as you bring the ball down. But yeah, man, it was very difficult for them to get used to the game. Um, a lot of isolations. But, you know, that's what we do over here. You know what I'm saying? That's the type of game we play over here. So um, it's real, real hard for certain NBA players to, you know, adjust to the FIBA game, given the fact that this was a lot of their players, maybe their first year. Now, maybe a couple of players. I think Jalen Brunson, they said Jalen Brunson was like the under-19 um, team a couple of years back that took home a gold medal. So that's pretty interesting. Um so, but I don't know if a lot of the players from Team USA got the experience, but this is their first time experience. They still have a chance to go against Canada. We still get the dream matchup that we want to see, want to, wanted to see. A lot of people from like, you know, USA, Canada want to see USA and Canada in the gold medal game, of course, but it's in the bronze medal game, nonetheless. Um, and we're going to have Germany and Serbia. So who do I have winning? That's going to be a very, very interesting, very, very interesting thing. Um, Germany, of course, is, I think, the only team that's undefeated. Serbia's lost one game. I can't remember who they lost to, but they've only lost one game, so they're in a hunt as well. But Serbia's playing inspired basketball. I think one of their players in the first or second game, he got hit with, he got, like, bold. He got elbow sore. He had kidney damage and had to get his kidney removed. But I think he's still on the sidelines, so. That, you, that just goes to show how physical the basketball is in the FIBA World Cup. Somebody lost a kidney, bro. A kidney. Like, imagine you coming up here and hooping for your country, and you get bowed so hard, bro, you lose a kidney. Not a little rib damage. You know what I'm saying? I understand, like, a fractured rib or something, bruised rib. Little arm bruise, little stinger, or something like that. This man lost a kidney, bro. So you don't. They're playing inspired basketball, but Germany, you know, Germany does their thing, and they have they have some tall players, and a lot of their players, you know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna say a lot. Of, they have a couple, like five NBA players. Schroeder, got Daniel Tice, the Wagner brothers, um, Mo and Franz. Is it one more guy? I feel like there's one more guy on Germany. That's in the NBA. I don't know. Like I said, I've been up since like three o'clock, so excuse my excuse my brain fog. But um, they have a, a a plethora of NBA players, and you know, those guys are good. And also, the guys that are not in the NBA are are good role players. Like I said, the shooter had 24 points. He led the way, and he wasn't only just shooting the ball. He was also, you know, dribble drive, getting to the paint, kicking it out. Ball movement. That's what they do. Of course, shooters gonna dominate the ball most of the time, but we already know Germany is was an extremely formidable opponent. Given the fact, like I said, we played them in the in the friendly earlier in Maui Dhabi, but we were down fifteen and Edwards had to go like nuclear for us to win that game. And it was just a friendly. So we should already know the type of team and understood the type of team that we were facing. Um Steve Kerr said that, you know, they deserve to get a gold medal, but they just didn't get the job done. Um, it's kind of interesting to see that I didn't see, um, it's two people from Team USA that did not play. It was Brandon Ingram, 
I don't want to say it was Walker Kessler. It's kind of interesting to not see them. I wonder where they be utilized more in um, the game against Canada. Also, Zach Eady, um, wasn't he the Iowa? See, I haven't watched college, ba college basketball in like two, maybe three years. I think it might have been four, actually. But I'm gonna try. I'm gonna get into it this season too. I'm gonna start bringing y'all coverage of more. I'm gonna start bringing y'all more collegiate coverage, man. You know, I mean, like Dolo in his bag. He over here with this. He over here with that. He got the college basketball, the NBA. He got the Euro League going on. He got the NFL going on. He got the college football going on. The XFL. You know what I'm saying? The USFL. I'm gonna be in my bag, bro, for sure. I'm gonna hold myself to that. But yeah, man. Um, who do I have winning? The gold medal game. I wouldn't be surprised if either team won. But I think. Oh, man. I don't know. Serbia. I think I'm going to go with Serbia. I got Serbia beating Germany by two. I think it's going to be like. I can see it being like a 95 to 97 type game. Something like that. Something like that. But, um. Yeah, so now we're going to move on to the NFL, of course. Everybody's talking about how Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs did not get it done against the Lions last night. Um, Of course, they don't have their two you know, top targets from last season. Travis Kelsey obviously had an ACL injury. They're trying to say that, you know, he's going to be fine. He's just going to miss some time. McCall Harmon has left the team. I did not know he went to the New York Jets. That's something I found out right before this episode, so. Yeah, um, it's gonna be very. It was gonna be very hard, and they still had a chance to win. Now the Lions, they did play. They played inspired football. They did. Um, Josh Reynolds played a good game. Golf played a good game when it mattered. The run game came through when they mattered. The defense was good. C.J. Gardner Johnson was all over. Like it's like you could tell he had a vendetta this game. Like I lost to y'all in the Super Bowl. We got y'all week one. You ain't got Kelsey or Hartman. You know what I'm saying? Juju Smith-Schuster is gone. You know what I'm saying? They got a lot of guys that's not in the position that they're normally in. Scott Moore had to step up. Kadarius Tony, He had to prove why they went and traded for him and got him from the Giants. And uh, he dropped a couple of passes. I don't know. I think he had one reception for one yard, if I'm not mistaken. Hold on. Let me look at the stats real fast. Um, yes, he had one reception for one yard. It was two drops I seen, but I think it was a possibility he may have had three or four drops. Um, it was like third and 24. Was it third and 20 or third and 24? It was one of those. It was no, it was really like first and 15 or something like that. And he just flat out just dropped the ball. No, he had three. He had three, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, because he had one drop. That hit him dead in the hands. And uh, was it Brian Branch, the rookie? He took that home for a pick six. That's when the Lions tied it up. I'm like, oh, man. Okay. So, you know, Mahomes came down there, did his thing, let him down. They got a field goal. You know, Mahomes let him down there again. They got another field goal. And it's just like, all right, let's see what golf does. Let's see if he does his thing. Let's see if he, you know, can be. Let's see what Jared Goff we're getting, basically. So Goff was doing his thing. He was getting the ball to Josh Reynolds. 
Gibbs was doing his thing. Montgomery, you know, straight up the middle. Like, that game-winning touchdown. Like, they scored the game-winning touchdown with seven minutes and six seconds left. So, you know, Mahomes had, what, maybe two, three chances? No, because I think they got the ball back. The Lions got the ball back. With four minutes left, three minutes left, something like that. But their defense still held. Um, like I said, Scott Moore dropped a couple of passes. He made, I think he made one reception, and then they had a penalty, so they had to back up. So it was like third and 24. Yeah, I think he dropped the ball on like third down, third and 20. But he did get a, um, he did have a, a key drop too as well, man. And it's really hard. You can see it was, it was hurting Travis Kelsey. He like, it's like he just had the towel over his head. It's like he couldn't take the pain. First game missed due to injury since, what, 2013? So, um, yeah, I don't think it's the end of the world for the um, for the Chiefs. You know, you still have Mahomes. Let's see what Kelsey does. Let's see how long he's out for injury. And Like I said, they no longer have McCall Hartman. I feel like this is a learning experience for Scott Moore and Kadarius Toney. Um, Definitely a heartbreaker for sure, given the fact that they definitely still could have converted. And Mahomes, he was just running for his life and just flinging the ball up. And there was a couple passes that he had, like I said, that he hit, that he was running for his life and he flung it and was right on the money. And the Chiefs receivers, they just couldn't come down with the ball, man. So it's going to be very interesting to see what they do, how they bounce back, you know. But, um, yeah, man, quick little episode for me. You can expect the weekend roundup again, possibly either Monday or Tuesday. My Bills are playing Monday. I really hope we beat the Jets. If not, I'm going to be very upset. You might see a grouchy a grouchy guy on uh, Tuesday. Or maybe I might just drop the episode Monday so I won't be as grouchy on the episode, depending on, you know, depending on how the weekend goes. Definitely going to be on the college football. You know what I'm saying? Definitely going to see what Georgia talking about. Of course, I got to tell y'all about my Oregon Ducks. Going to definitely, definitely see what uh, Dion has going on, going up against Nebraska. And a couple other games that I might, you know, check out. Of course, Alabama going against Texas. You know I'm going to be watching that game. So, it's going to be more collegiate, you know, collegiate stuff from your boy Dolo. But like I said, man, this has been the Kicking It Dolo podcast. Until next time, man. Y'all know. Hey. What we do hey. and how we do. So without further ado, class the room, I'm coming through. They wanna see what I'm about. Yeah, I got skills, do it for the thrill.